1: Let's go! Hey. Hey. Hey.
2: hey! hey! hey!
1: Come on, man. Hey. Top hey. of the lungs. Let's go. <laughs> hey. Hey. Come on, man. Hey, hey, High hey. High income. Hey. Yes. Let's, go. Hey. Let's, go. Let's hey. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey. Hey. High income does not hey. flow to those in a low energy state. Woo. Let's go. They cancel each other out. You cannot attract high income in a low-energy state. It is impossible. Expectancy. Expectancy. The one word that's tied to riches. I expect X amount of revenue. I expect X level of income. I expect this. Look up the definition of the word expect. This is not a joke. The word expect completely different than I want. I'd like to. It'd be nice if. The number one epidemic that I see in entrepreneurs and people who want to grow in their lives is I'd like to. I'd like to. I'd like, oh, it'd be nice if. It'd be great if I'd really like to do X. I'd really like to bring in this income. I'd really like to. What do you think the universe says? What do you think God says when like, you listen to someone with who hasn't even made up their own mind? What? So we're going to talk about the four-minute mile today. The four-minute mile is the key to your success. And you'll see what I mean by this. There's this guy, Roger Bannister, way back in the day. Nobody had ever run a four-minute mile prior to Roger Bannister. And there's this huge crowd surrounded watching this guy Roger Bannister and he was running he was running he was above the time you know he was ahead of his time that he had to hit to break the world record the four minute mile and the and the audience erupts when he passes the finish line and it says three minutes and they couldn't even finish three minutes 59 seconds is what he got they couldn't even finish the 59 seconds the audience was like oh my god it's under four minutes. Everyone freaked out. Nobody in history had ever documented a four-minute mile. In 45 days, I believe the guy's name was John Landy, second person to break the four-minute mile in 45 days. And in the first year, I think it was over 30 people, 12 months after the record was broken, it was just around 30 people or so who broke the four-minute mile. Something that seemed impossible immediately became possible for others because others saw oh wow he ran the four minute mile someone else ran the four minute mile and created a multiplier effect okay john landy roger banister they didn't give a how-to manual on how to do it all they did was do it so i'm going to talk about how does this relate to you stretching stretching to the next level how does it relate? What is the 4 minute mile in your world? There's 4 minute miles every day happening in the internet world, happening in the sales world, happening in the marketing world, happening in all different lines of business. Any line of business you you met, the 4 minute miles are happening around you but we don't look for them. So I'm asking everyone today to make a commitment to your next level, to your four-minute mile. Can I get a yes? Can everyone unmute real quick? Can we have some mayhem? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Come on. Let's get one more yes. Let's go. Come on. Yes, 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 Yes. because if the commitment's not made, everything else crumbles. So you are seeking for your four minute mile as soon as a commitment's been made. So I'll share with you a quick story. This is three weeks ago. I was sitting in a meeting room in my office sitting in a meeting room in my office. We're planning out this challenge, uh, this five-day challenge that just finished last week. We're in the the boardroom meeting room with my my marketing team. We're planning out this big challenge we wanna hold. We're creating all these reasonable targets. Reasonable, reasonable, reasonable. Then I go, you know what, screw this. We're gonna do a million dollars in a week. say that again we're in a meeting we're planning out this challenge this event we're going to do a million dollars in a week my team all looked at me like I was crazy I told you guys about this we just finished the challenge last week and we're up to seven hundred and sixty five thousand dollars in five days seven hundred sixty five thousand and with the additional applications we have we will hit a million dollars from this from the event that we did last week So I share this with you because I didn't create that number out of thin air. It was the four-minute mile in my world that caused me to even be crazy enough to set the goal that I could do a million in a week. I was down at this Myron Golden Mastermind I told you guys about. I met uh, someone by the name of Josh Crisp. I met this guy named Wall Street Trapper and I met this guy uh, who I've I've been friends with for years. He was down at the event, named Nehemiah Davis. And Neo and I are like best friends. We've been best friends for like three years. I meet him, all three of them. I'm at this event, I'm feeling all hot. You know, my business is successful. I'm like, I'm crushing it, blah, 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 blah. They're like, yeah, yeah, man, We, we all did a million in a month in the last quarter. I was like, what, how? What? So I came in all confident, but because who I was surrounded by had hit a new threshold for than what I had hit, a million in a month, I said, okay, give me a little bit of how it happened, but now I know that's possible for me. Had I not went to that event, I would have not set the goal to do a million in a week. right this is an example of a financial commitment right now I bring this up because the four-minute mile in your world someone breaking records in your world someone hitting new thresholds new ceilings it's gonna make you feel insecure Our challenge was so successful, and you'll see, you'll see kind of some of the other not so successful stuff that it took to get there. So successful, we had one of Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank's team members on our challenge, watching the way I pitched. After the event, I get a call from Kevin Harrington asking to do a 50-50 partnership with me on this huge launch he's doing to his 200,000 email list. I texted Glenn. I was like, what the heck? What? What? 18 months ago, I never held a webinar. 18 months ago, I never ran Facebook ads.
2: What what is this? Incredible, man. Incredible stuff. I love it.
1: And I only say this for you. Maybe I can help be a four-minute mile for some of you who are in the internet world or whatever it is in your world that it's possible. I never ran a Facebook ad 18 months ago. We're gonna spend $1.2 million in advertising this year. $1.2 million in advertising spend, not including salaries on my marketing team. This is my third year doing any form of advertising. How did I learn that? Well, I am best friends with someone named Mike Morse, who's the largest personal injury lawyer in Michigan. He spends millions a month on marketing. He showed me it's possible, right? When I did my first webinar, I was scared. I had no idea what to do. Then I met someone named Jason Fladlin, hunted him down, hunted him down, said, I need to know everything you know about webinars. I was so excited. This guy charges 50 grand for one session with him. Jason Fladlin said, you know, this energy you have I'll do it for free my first session with him was free two and a half hours two and a half hours he gave me that's how excited I was through the email I sent him okay so let's let's go like three and a half years ago right three and a half years ago broke ran out of all my life savings drained all the money out of my 401k wrote a book called worry 180 on how I overcame anxiety disorder complete flop made zero sales thought I was gonna be this internet millionaire no one bought the book sleeping in my mom's who's in the audience right now by the way sleeping on my mom's pink spare bedroom bed three and a half years or four years ago well probably a little bit before that but you get the point. Just around four or five years ago, sleeping on this pink bed. Tried all this stuff to overcome anxiety. Blah 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 blah. Then I realized, dude, I'm not I'm not operating full throttle. Let's go. Let let's go. Let's go out and let's learn through action. I was reading books. I was reading so many freaking books, it was crazy. At that phase of my life when I was scared. I still read a ton of books. Now I immediately apply them. Out the door. Go. Test it. Go. I don't want to contemplate it. I don't want to put it into some crazy long thing. Let's go. Let's test it right now. Shut off the thinking brain, right? So I share this with everyone. Because had I not gone to that mastermind. Had I not found Jason Fladlin to teach me about webinars, had I not found someone named Andy Stickle, who taught me everything I know about Facebook ads, had I not met Mike Morse, who spends millions a month on marketing, I would have never thought these things were possible for me. But I had to feel stupid in the moment that I met these people. So, you guys hear my conviction and my confidence in my voice. The only reason. I have conviction about certain things that I teach is because I went through the period of the things I'm talking about. I went through that period of feeling like the dumbest person in the room getting laughed at. I remember I showed Andy, who, who was one of my mentors on Facebook ads, I showed him my campaigns and he literally laughed at me for 25 minutes. It's one of the first times I met him. He, he was like dying laughing at my campaigns. Oh, and when I was already doing well. I was like, come on, man. What are you doing? You don't have to laugh at me. Best thing that could have happened, though. Same thing happened with Jason Flat. I'm not saying they laughed at me like in a bully way. They, They chuckled at me like, come here, son. Here's the way to do it. But I had to be okay with that. But here's the thing. They didn't seek me out. I seeked them out. Every podcast guest I've had on my show. They didn't seek me out. I seek them out. So my question, my first question, everyone, is like, who do you need to reach out to to get out of your own way and learn what's possible? Who is the top person in the food chain in your industry? In a similar industry, someone who's already broken the barriers you intend to break. And why don't you go reach out to them? Why don't you expect ninety percent of the people you reach out to at that level aren't going to reply? Then you'll never be dissatisfied. Can I get a yeehaw? Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw. yeehaw. So. In that process this year up to this year already we are talking about investments in coaching this year I did the math I've already spent two hundred and eighty thousand five hundred dollars in coaching this year two hundred two hundred eighty thousand five hundred dollars in coaching this year I'm hoping to hit a half mil in a year in coaching I just don't know where else so if anyone has coaching programs please reach out to me because i need to learn some stuff i'm serious so i want to talk about hitting your next threshold because this is the success spiral the success spiral
2: that is the dopest thing i've ever heard you say by the way what what you what you just said if anybody has coaching Let me know, because I need to learn some things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that, dude.
2: Yeah. Sell me me some coaching. I love it. Keep going. Keep going.
1: Yeah. Sell me some coaching, guys. Seriously. Like, I need help. I need severe help. I don't have the answers. When you're in growth mode, when, when every day is like, what the heck? We just signed up 17 people. At around forty-five thousand dollars each, at this challenge that I did was our was our uh, the mo- the majority of people who signed up with the offer. Um, and I don't know how to onboard that many people. For we, we combined a coaching thing we do with a with a marketing service that we do for lawyers, and um, I don't know how to onboard pe- that seventeen people in a few weeks. It's all new. I don't know how to follow up with 59 applications of people who didn't move forward with us at the event. It's a new thing, okay? When Myron taught me this new challenge framework that I I just followed and integrated my own stuff into, I didn't question it. I immediately rolled it out. We have this Instagram channel with all these big Instagram accounts that um, most of them get their leads through Instagram. I get most of my leads through my email list and through uh, our ads that we spend online. We have this Instagram chat group and I told them about the, you know, the results we have from the challenge. Every single successful person, Marcus is in the group, him, uh, he goes by him, 500 recession proof. He's in the group. and Everyone in that group was like, yeah, man, I'm not surprised like you you immediately took action Right immediately weeks after the event. We, we rolled out the challenge Promoted it before we knew exactly how it was gonna go And did it No questioning put fifty to fifty five thousand dollars in ads on the line Now again, you don't start there you start with five thousand dollars on advertising then you, you realize, oh wow, I could do that, I, I survived. Then you go, okay, let's double it, 10,000, let's double it, 20,000, let's double it. So last night, right after I had the call with Kevin Harrington, wanting to partner with me, it wasn't right after, it was a few hours after when I got home, I call up Nehemiah Davis. He's the guy I told you he did, uh, he did 1.2 million in a month, two months ago. I just called him randomly at like 7:30 p.m. I'm like, I'm like, Nia, let's hold each other accountable to hit 1.5 million in a month. So I told him, like, I would hit 1.5 in a month. Let's hold each other accountable. He's like, he's like, bro, this is exactly what he said to me. He's like, bro, come on, man, I'm already on the three million a month. I was like, dang. Moving on that quick. Did 1.2 million in a month, and now he's like, yep, time time to go to 3 mil. I mean, I, I, I'd love to hold each other accountable to 3 mil, but I'm not going backwards, Bill. That literally was his tone of voice with me. Notice the different standard? Same thing with Josh Crisp, who I met at this event. Josh Crisp is doing you know, average of 1.5 million a month selling Amazon reseller products and stuff, like Amazon training courses. Um same thing in this group. He's like, "Yeah, man, let's go to 3 million a month." Then they uh this is what Neo told me after I talked to him yesterday. He's like he's like, "Bill, he's like as soon as you do a million in a month, he's like the whole game changes." He did 860 grand last month and he's like I am so mad at myself I was like what he's like I'm just I know I know I didn't hit my potential I know I messed this thing up I messed this thing up I could have done this I could have done that I know my standard is a million a month at least so I'm I am mad that I didn't hit a million a month last month he's like Bill You got to get to whatever your next level is as quickly as possible. 1.5, 3, whatever the number is. It could just be 100,000 in a month. It could just be, it could be 10,000 in a month. It could be 5,000 in a month. I don't know where you're at right now, but I know this for sure. Human beings do not like going backwards. It is one of the most demotivating feelings for a human. To actually feel progress slipping from their hands. So you gotta trust. Now, I'm gonna give everyone a quick tidbit. This is the science side of it, for those of you, the 1% of you who are nerds like me that need the science. The science is in business, when business valuation consultants construct growth rates of what uh, what revenues a business will do next year, they will take what your maximum month was from the prior year, and they will factor your maximum month into your growth rate because they know you're capable of it. So if a business owner did a million in a month before, right, business owner did that much, the business, the person valuing the business, maybe it's an investor, I don't know who, who it would be in this case, but the point is they're going to look at your best month from the prior year and they're going to use that as a basis for what you're capable of and then construct that into the growth rate. So you have to be setting records for yourself in order to grow. Even if the record is short-lived I know this sounds contrary to popular belief But even if it's just a short-term win that is important One short short short-term home run can raise your standard Now you're like I deserve X right once your standard raises all of your belief systems your behaviors the things you do the things you don't do the things you delegate the things you give up everything changes because your hourly rate increases you start doing the math you're like dang if i did that every month my hourly rate would be x one of the most powerful exercises that any person wanting to grow in their lives could could do is quantify their hourly rate it's called a calendar audit, also known as an activity inventory in Strategic Coach and other coaching programs. An activity inventory is like a scientist looking at your calendar saying, what's the hourly rate of this task? What's the hourly rate of this task? What's the hourly rate of this task? For me, highest value task Number one at the tippy, 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 tippy top of the list is learning. I was telling Glenn this. We were talking on uh, over the weekend. Uh, or on Monday evening and I was like I, I just I spent all this time with uh, some of my friends over the weekend uh, who I, I ride dirt bikes with and I, I, you know I had three of my friends here sitting by my truck we're riding dirt bikes these are old-time friends of mine I don't get to see a lot and nothing against them but all I heard was that they stopped learning there's this guy who runs this small roofing company and he was like, yeah, you, you don't get it, Bill. I can't give anything up. I can't delegate. I can't, you know, you don't get it in the roofing business, low quality employees and you don't get it. Only I can do the work. It's like, dang, man, that's so sad to me. You're going to literally live the next five. It's so hardwired in him that I'm like, Ugh, this is like, he's going to work through this for three years. Like, have you read the E-Myth from Michael Gerber? Have you read Traction? Have you read anything from Cameron Herald on on scaling 1-800-GOT-JUNK? He's like, what? No, I don't read books. Like, ding, 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 ding. Of course you feel there's no no other alternative than what you're doing right now because there's no other standard for you to compare your current actions to. Can I get a yeehaw? (laughs)
2: Yeehaw! <laughs> Let me get some other yeehaws. yee Yeehaw. Yeehaw! Woo!
1: Riding the horse, the horse of success. You like my sound effects? <laughs> All right. So, my question to everyone here is what is the next threshold for you? And who can you model? Who can you model? Who has already acquired the scar tissue? I'm telling you guys, like if there's one action from today's session, what I'm rambling about, okay, I will have not done my job. If you do not reach out to someone that scares you, am I making sense? Can everyone do that? Everyone's capable of reaching out to someone that scares you. This doesn't cost you a penny other than in your emotional bank account. Yeah, it'll be a little scary. Yeah, you'll feel small. Yeah, you'll feel unaccomplished compared to them. And then you'll sit with that emotion a little bit. You'll be, hmm, ugh, ugh, kind of hurts, damn. Okay, and then you'll get used to that emotion. You're like, okay, wait, 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 wait. They're they're doing it at another level. Okay, now let me just look at my game real quick. I don't care about being the smartest person in the room. If you're taking notes, this is one of the key sayings I learned from one of my mentors, Dan Sullivan. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I want to be in a room where everyone's getting smarter. I don't care if someone is just getting started and in that rapid learning phase. I don't care if someone is, you know, 90 years old, still in rapid learning phase. I want to be around people who are in rapid knowledge absorption phase. Okay. Charlie Munger called Warren Buffett a learning machine. A learning machine. Okay. Bill Gates, learning machine, Renaissance people, they know everything about everything. You could have articulate conversations with them, although Warren Buffett says he just knows about the stock market and valuing companies. That is not true. Okay, He, he knows about all the major disciplines enough to be dangerous. That's what makes him so well-rounded in his thinking and in his analysis of the economy. You'll tap back into the learning in the future, but you can't stop learning. All, you're not gonna implement it all. That's okay. You don't have to implement it all. You're gonna tap into it when you need it. Can't stop learning though. I just wanna make it like a, a very crystal, like a, a very hard line in the sand here for today. The hard line in the sand is you can't just. Figure out your next threshold reading books. You cannot just do it alone reading books. There's no accountability when you just read a book. Now, why don't you go meet the author of the book? That's what I started doing. Right? Go reach out to the author of the book. That's how I met Jason Flatland. I read one to many his book. And then I immediately hunted his email as soon as I read the book, emailed him, had a two and a half hour session with him, and then rolled one of the biggest course launches in the legal industry ever from that one meeting with him. Now these people, they're not gonna meet with you if they sense you're just a procrastinating information gatherer. You gotta show them like, like, listen, I'm putting this into action immediately. Even if there's a cost, I would do it. Even if you have to go 50-50 with them on something, I would do it. Look at the upside of the skills you need to learn. So one thing I want everyone to do, this is one of the big takeaways, aside from reaching out to someone, is I want everyone today to make a commitment to me that you will write a list, a vertical list of the skills you must develop vertically listed line by line the skills you need more information and mentors in list it out sales marketing go more specific than that don't you say sales marketing it's not specific enough drill in create a vertical list and then in the next column write the word who question mark who and then just write who you could learn from on this who could be your mentor who could you reach out to on this now how serious are you my question is how serious are you about meeting with this person because chances are they're not gonna respond So then the next question is, am I going to reach out to this person until they threaten to sue me for pestering them? Or am I just going to reach out to them and be nicey-nice, and if they don't reply, just move on with my life? Are you serious about getting their attention? Like Seth Godin has this saying where he says, he will consider doing anyone's podcast, coming on anyone's podcast, so long as they have done 100 podcasts. Why? Because commitment is the barrier, right? So that's the first takeaway from today. The first takeaway I wanna give everyone is make a list of the skills you need to develop, list who you need to reach out to to learn XYZ skill from and Then reach out to them until you get their attention. I Did this with Mark Cuban until he finally replied to my email and was like nah, man, I can't come on your show Did it with Kevin Harrington And he replied and now we're friends and doing joint venture business things together. did it with Jay Abraham. It worked Did it with you know so many Damon John has replied to me and said no we won't we won't consider your show that's cool I just need a response so I can move on and by the way I just emailed Damon John and Mark Cuban yesterday again I don't need them to respond however I need to stay committed okay emailed Simon Sinek yesterday uh <laughs> Who else did I email yesterday? Oh, man. Uh, oh, I I, <laughs> I emailed Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, I emailed Magic Johnson yesterday. Um, it's just outflow. So what? All I need is one score. All I need is one of them to go, yeah, man, I'll give you a chance. I need to learn from people. I need to learn from people who have the knowledge I need and who have the connections that I need. Because relationships are like a two or three year formation process. So if you don't start building those relationships today, I mean, you know, you're, you're just setting yourself back two to three years from now. That's why people pay for coaching is because you start building relationships and then you realize that you can only have a certain, you can only hit a certain capacity of relationship building. You can't build 4 million in intimate relationships. So then you start finding people you want to learn from and you start saying, I'm going to part ways with money to short circuit process of the relationship building so that I can learn from this person. And get in the same room as them and get in the room with everyone else that they're associated with but again if you if your commitment isn't straight on, on, on the revenue that you want to do if your commitment isn't straight then you're not gonna go seek out these people As soon as your commitment is like, this is going to happen, the people fill in the gap. So that's the first thing I want to talk about is reach out to the people you must learn from. Okay. Those of you just getting started, I'll give you some suggestions on skills to learn. Those of you just getting started, you want to go to your first 1 million or whatever, or your first 500,000 or whatever that initial target. If it's under a million, you got to learn sales. You can't escape it. Those of you looking to get from 1 million to 5 million, you gotta learn marketing. Marketing is sales multiplied. And those of you looking to go from 5 million to 100 million, all my mentors tell me that you have to learn business model design. You gotta learn how to design an actual business model that naturally grows because there's a product market fit. That's just in most cases. I mean, you know, we have people like Grant who have created massive brands by, you know, through crazy levels of effort, right? That's not the common denominator though. Probably be better off doing both. So again, where, what phase are you in? Are you in the sales phase? You better go learn sales. Are you in the marketing phase? You better go learn marketing. Now, it's not all the above, and you know for your business model what's best for you. But marketing could be a better first fit for you if you have the money to invest in it. But then again, you're going to run into a wall. Am I able to spend money on ads to to advance the speed of my marketing results? The answer is no, then you got to learn sales, get a lot of money in the bank, and then you're able to market with courage. Guys, I want everyone here to become the name in your industry, in whatever it is your passion. I want you to become the number one name.
2: Let's go. Yes. Okay? Numero uno. Yeah. Number one.
0: Yeah. I and number- am the greatest.
2: Don't go forward with that one, baby.
1: Oh, man.
2: Just added Jason on LinkedIn. Let's go.
1: Oh, man. I <laughs> love that.
2: Love it. Bill, what you're talking about, bro, is so fire. And to give you guys a little practical, Bill's been in here dropping wisdom and bombs in here at Brexit Championship for a while now. And I know he's a freaking webinar master and Bill has done in the lawyer industry in the world of lawyers, he's, he's created something very similar to what I have in the world of automotive. And so what I've done really well at is the first step that Bill was talking about. I've done really well at sales. I've been able to, I know sales, sales is my jam. And so I've been able to build a seven figure company on sales alone with no marketing. I'm learning a little bit more about marketing, reading, so on and so forth. But what I knew could accelerate me faster and my company, not for me so that I can serve more clients on a bigger scale. Doing it and he's doing it at a massive level. So I reached out to Bill and I'm like, Bill, What's it cost? Like, I need, I, need, I need the wisdom in your brain. Can we sit down? How long is it going to take? What time? We can do it at 2 a.m. if you want. 3 a.m. Like, I don't care. Give me the date. Give me the time. My team will be there. Show us how you do what you do. And reached out to Bill. And Bill was like, bro, love to help. But then he also pointed out, he's like, man, I'm doing high-dollar, high-level activities per hour. My hours are valuable, you know, and uh, and he's like, now you've given so much in breakfast with champions and we shared this platform. He's like, I'll do anything, you know, for you. And I'm like, bro, I don't, I'm not looking for anything for free. I want the wisdom in your in in your mind. I need the knowledge and we can set up a rev share. We can set up a dollar amount, whatever it takes. And so we jumped on a call. Two and a half hours on Monday night from five to seven thirty. And in that two and a half hours, <laughs> we got an accelerated <laughs> course on how to build the next level of our business. And we are, we're, we're, we're in, everything's in motion now. We're taking action on it. We're going to launch this sucker fast. But what Bill's talking about is absolute fact and it absolutely works. And he's dropping some big names, right? Magic Johnson, those guys. Like I reach out to Will Smith at least once a week. I send him a little message. Hey, Will. He's never responded but someday I want to get them on my show. So what Bill's talking about there is valuable, but don't skip over like sometimes you need to find that person. That's not like, if you're trying to get from 50,000 to a hundred thousand, find somebody that's in that $500,000 range or that million dollar range. That's not so high profile. Reach out and say, Hey dude, I honor what you do or Hey young lady, you're amazing. And I want to learn from you. And sometimes in that alone, you can take that person that's not so high profile, edify them, and they'll want to serve you. So what Bill is talking about is 100% practical. Everybody can do it in this room. I do it. I even told Bill, I'm like, Bill, we talk about this all the time. Find somebody who's doing what you want to do and pin them down and say, what's it going to take to freaking learn from you? (laughs) That's the message Bill's dropping, and it works. Go ahead, Ramon. I saw you on mic.
1: Thank you, Glenn. I think I was just sharing. Go ahead, brother. It's all yours. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I only have a, a few minutes left here, but but you know, you guys know that I, uh, you know, I I put my heart into in, into this for for Breakfast of Champions. When when I'm 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 speaking from the heart right now. This is I just want to be clear. Like this is not. There's there's no there's upsells. There's no upsells. There's no sales pitch here. Like I'm giving you the realest information that I could possibly give you right now. And believe me, I can sell a lot from stage and I am not selling right now. I'm telling you, I don't care who it is. Find that person, reach out. The next thing I wanted to hit on before we end here is, um, how to create a movement. Everyone here needs to learn how to create a movement. And if you want to become the number one person in whatever it is you do in your industry, you have to start studying, creating movements. The reason it's so high value is because current market shows us, the current marketplace shows us that the majority of businesses, the majority of products and services are commodities. The majority of... uh, products and services are just like competing on lower price competing on better results competing on experience that's not sustainable if you want to create a movement like Glenn has done with breakfast of champions you got to start studying some of these some people it comes natural to okay but it's probably a good use of your time to look at how do I how do I amass a following big following. You got to create identity shifts for people if you want to to create that. So I'll I'll give you some, some things to think through each one of these uh, seven things I'm going to give you are things. All you need is one or or a handful of these. You're not going to hit on all of them. I'll give you a couple things I thought through before today's session. I had to get this off my chest before I uh, forgot. Number one, you got to know your niche right now I'm not talk so like for example there's health there's health diet there's health diet paleo okay there's health fitness exercise health exercise high intensity interval training okay there are sub niches within mega niches there's three mega niches health wealth relationships right wealth wealth on amazon wealth on amazon reselling products that is a sub niche so first first step is to claim your sub niche claim your niche within a niche within a niche okay glenn did this in the auto industry i did this in the lawyers industry legal industry you think it's going to shut off opportunities but it actually doesn't in the beginning the cheat code is to is to have a laser specific niche so that you can get attention quicker then once you reach a critical mass then you can go into other verticals now let me just give a quick caveat here you can go into other verticals once you've done like 20 million in one niche okay so it's not like oh I have three clients in one one thing I'm gonna now go into crypto investing after three clients no finish it build something beautiful within one niche then move on replicate what you learned from that niche the second point you got to be prolific you got to be prolific okay what does that mean well prolific there's mass market which is run-of-the-mill generic stuff okay there's crazy so look at this as a scale on the left side mass market on the right side crazy like you're just crazy no one would ever follow you but in the middle between crazy and mass market there's this there's this label called prolific and it's called your prolific index so you don't want to be mainstream you don't want to be so crazy and outlandish with everything you do that it's like no one could ever follow you or really trust you in business you want to be in the middle where you're prolific the key To knowing if you're prolific is that you are polarizing you push people away from you because you are sold on your beliefs if everyone likes you you're not prolific number three heart story also known as your origin story if you want to create a movement you better get good at telling your story heart story This is how you came to conclusions and advancements in your life. Okay. I'm I'm giving you these bullets. You can think to yourself, ah, okay. I want to, I want to become number one in my, in my niche. I want to blow up my brand. I want to be, I want to create a movement like Glenn has in my own ecosystem. Okay. Heart story. Number four, identity shift and okay, you see Russell Brunson do this Russell Brunson Russell Brunson the founder of click funnels he created a identity called funnel hacker so people can say I am a funnel hacker he created an identity shift in his movement what is the identity shift you give your market okay next relatability once you get successful at something okay you got to learn how to bring it all the way back down to where someone is right now I'm not the best at this but regardless it's something we all can improve on so training yourself to educate others that you help on how to take someone from step 1 to step 2 not just talking about how how to go from step 5 to step 15 the next one is knowing your audience's false belief patterns Okay, this is how this is this is what's required to create a movement. You have got to know the false belief patterns. All right. So we talked about money today. Look at this. Everyone got jacked up. Okay. Before I came on and started talking, I, it, like everyone was chiming in. The the blood was pumping. The adrenaline was pumping. It was like it was amazing. And Glenn was right. I was smiling ear to ear. I was like, this is so cool. Look at this. We're talking about something that most people don't talk about. And everyone's getting excited that is a sign of a false belief pattern false belief patterns about money false belief pattern is i need to be quiet about money i can't bring up stuff about money okay that is a false belief pattern that limits you and look at the energy it created in the room which is something that glenn's great at doing that's how you create a movement. The last of the of the points that I wanted to share is your attachment to ROI. If, you, if everything you do leads to an upsell and leads to a here, buy my product, you're not gonna build or keep an audience for long. So you better get, this is why it comes back to sales, you better get back to a place where you are in, financial abundance so you don't need to sell to everyone, anyone and everyone. Then it's way, way easier to create a movement. So, uh, what I'm going to start reminding everyone of um, is I have this thing in my in my Clubhouse bio. It's a free link. It's tools.smbteam.com. It's in my bio. I'm going to start giving away some of my growth tools. Um, so I decided I'm just going to like It literally just give away PDFs of, like, different ways that I run webinars and stuff. So if you guys want to be on that, um, go to tools.smbteam.com. It's in my bio. Uh, Other than that, guys, this is Breakfast with Champions. Guys, I need you to reach out to some people, and I need you to go make a movement. All right, everyone on mute. Let's go. Let's say, I am going to go. Let's go. I am going to go. I am going to go.